0: The Money Show. Other
1: people's money. She's the former Miss South Africa and the longest serving Miss Universe. We get to speak this time around to other people's money, that is, and perhaps spending it as much as possible or not as much as possible. The lessons learned, the ability to understand, the growth, what it has helped, what it has helped you develop into. And perhaps develop others into as well. Zozibini Tunzi joins us uh, this evening on Other People's Money. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Happy Women's Day, Zozibini. Thank you so
0: much, and thank
1: you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute, absolute pleasure to have you on the show this evening. Just let's talk just about your your, your journey. So, really, over the last two years, I mean, 2019 was a yeah. year. Absolutely incredible year, one can imagine for yourself. But it's been an absolute whirlwind over the last two years, surely.
0: It has been. It's been crazy. Actually, I won Miss South Africa two years ago today. It was on the 9th of August. Would you so look at that? So this is my yeah. second anniversary. I know. <laughs> um And then, you know, going into Miss Universe three months later, winning that. And then going straight into a pandemic three months later. So it's it's been... It's been wild, yeah. Um, but a very interesting journey of having to rediscover how to live in this new normal.
1: Yeah, one can imagine though that, and perhaps it's difficult to compare to others because you won't necessarily have first-hand experience of how it was, but being a Miss Universe in and amongst a pandemic where perhaps the, the hopes and plans and dreams that you had for that role weren't able to be fully... Achieved? Did you find that to be uh, something that, that really, you know, was affecting you?
0: Yeah, it was very challenging at first because I think we all know a Miss Universe's job to include a lot of traveling in it. You know, it's a universal job. So you get to see all these, you know, amazing countries with different amazing people as well. Um, but I think, like I said, we kind of had to reimagine what being Miss Universe is like during this time. And we really came to a conclusion of understanding that Miss Universe's job is not necessarily the travel, but it's the impact and the work that she does with her platform. And as soon as I quickly realized that I snapped out of it, you know, I, I realized that I still have my voice and mm-hmm. my platform and things that matter to me. Um, and I still was able to do them virtually. Um, and it was more <laughs> tougher than I thought it would be, oh, you know, wow. um, simply because I would probably be in three countries, four countries in one day. Something that probably wouldn't happen if I was traveling there yeah. in person. So yeah. virtually, I would have to be <laughs> in different places, different time zones. So I would be up at three a.m. in the morning, with my makeup already done, trying to you know hold some press conference somewhere in Nepal. So it was sure. it was very challenging, but very fun. And I, how do did you enjoy
1: how do you then measure your impact in that regard? I mean because you know when you when you do travel when you see those people the the physical impression the physical uh, let's mm. call it even touch right is is actually palpable yeah. to right in front of you and i suppose this time you didn't have that you didn't have that physicality you couldn't you couldn't do all of that mm. and even till this moment it's very hard still to to get any of that right how do you then measure your impact and the success of your reign
0: I think again, I, I was lucky that this happened during a time where social media plays a huge part um, in the work that we do. So that's really how you you get back your feedback. you know are people hearing your message? Are people really being impacted and tu- and touched by the work that you do? And so it's through social media that I was really able to you know measure um the work that i do whether it's being invited to you know these panel discussions or whether it's a simple dm on instagram or on twitter of someone saying you know on a certain day when you said a certain thing and when you did a certain thing yeah. it touched my heart so much that now i'm doing a b c and d and so that's how I was able to really measure the kind of work and it truly was a blessing in disguise in a way because then I reached people that I probably would have never been able you know to reach because then all they had to do was to switch on their phones and connect and they would find me wherever I was yeah, um yeah. and so in as much as it was truly terrible but there were you know a little bit of beautiful moments in there as well
1: Yeah do you think that that's the role now that the Miss South Africa, the Miss SA, or rather the Miss South Africa and the Miss Universe role and uh, any of the other uh, pageantries as well, that the crowns now and the rain sort of need to be adjusted to mean something else, to perhaps deliver different kind of messages because it's, it's no longer the same time as it used to be. And maybe uh, the way it's done, the may, maybe the way uh, the rain concludes or goes ahead needs to alter.
0: Yeah, I think, well, Miss Universe, Miss South Africa and and any other pageant, I guess, um, like anything else evolves with time. Uh, If you look at where they were 10 years ago, 25 years ago, it's not the same as where we are today. And so I think um, they definitely are taking into consideration because, like I said, it's an evolution. Um, And and so hopefully this year um, has given them an opportunity to really just sit back, analyze um see what they can do better see what they can change see what they can keep um but that not only for miss universe in south africa but i think for everyone and the rest of the world this was a year for us to sort of you know just sit back and realize where we are and and what we can do better to not go back to how we were before because that was not the right way either (laughs) But
1: to be better, you know. Yeah, look, we are supposed to be talking about other people's money, but of course that the journey uh, that that you sort of lived, just as Miss Universe, uh, is certainly an interesting one on its on its own as well. But it, let's delve a little bit into the uh, the money aspect, if you will, as well. Um, before actually we go into that, I just must say that being a hardcore Marvel fan also gets you like another gazillion <laughs> points in my book. I must just
0: add. <laughs>
1: like you know like everything everything is okay up until that point that point then just adds a couple of more points uh, in my book mm-hmm. um so Thank you. so, so, Thank you so much. good 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 stuff so let's talk then about the money how how do you think that at this point you 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 view money in comparison to perhaps when you were growing up
0: um Sure, that's a, that's a very interesting one. Um, growing up, I never even think I had a view of money. Let's start there. <laughs> I don't think I really had a view of money in a sense that uh, where I am now is very, very different to where I was um, before. I think right now, as soon as I won Miss South Africa, as soon as I won Miss Universe, people used to ask me, you know, what's the biggest thing. What does this mean to you? And I used to tell them, you know what, this for me means a beginning of building some kind of generational wealth for my family, because we've never really had you know, that in the past before, my parents, all they did was earn a certain amount of money to make sure that we survive now, to make sure that we live now, because they never had that opportunity from their parents, you know, to have this wealth built up for them. And I think um, that goes for a lot of, you know, black households. Um, And so now when I think about money, I think about the future you know what it means for me and what it means for you know my daughters and and my sons and just the future generations to come
1: yeah and and i suppose then in in the sense that it it really was a more philanthropic role, you know more than anything else i suppose that you that you kind of held and and of course it doesn't have to only just be that of course, it was many things in itself, but with that being a part of it do you th- do you feel like you you've kind of let let money sort of just be what it is, and and no longer sort of hold as as much. Let's call it gravitas, for lack of a better word, than it did perhaps in the past.
0: Sorry, can you repeat that again? So,
1: in terms of the the hold it perhaps had on on just what you measured as success, do you think that it, it held a similar sort of sense of of success for you that you needed to be. And have a certain amount to feel like you're now going to make the kind of impact you you would have liked to or wanted to even when you were younger.
0: Do I feel like I don't know if I'm if I'm going to answer this correctly because I'm trying to understand yeah. um, your question. So,
1: so literally, just with regards um, to how far. So you've you've you know you've you've gotten to this point where it's a case of now. It, it doesn't have to have that kind of hold on your life as as it used to. I, I know for mm. one, for example, for me, it, it was a big part of of growing up. You know, we, 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 mm. we didn't grow up on too much. And I sort of said, I want to make sure that I never get broke again. But then as you grow older, mm. the, the realization just becomes, it's actually not about that, but what it allows you to do and the impact it allows you mm. to kind of have on other people's lives. So the noose, has that noose sort of been loosened, if you want to call it that?
0: Oh absolutely absolutely. Um I agree with you. I think in different phases of our lives we do start viewing money differently. Um and also realizing that it's it's not the most important thing like you would say. Um and yeah, it's definitely not the same as how I how I would view it growing up. I think like I said before Thinking about how I want to really build on and making a, a success of myself, which is something that I've been thinking about a lot before. But now that I'm here, um, working towards things like building my foundation as well, um, you know, giving back, having a lot of philanthropic work, it, it truly has changed my mind and how I, I view money.
1: Yeah, really, really significant there. So Tunzi Tunzi joining us then here on The Money Show for Other People's Money, the foremost Miss South Africa and the longest-serving Miss Universe joining us here on the show. We're going to continue to chat to her right after this. The Money Show. Other People's Money. It's our other Mo- Other People's Money feature here on The Money Show then. Zozibini Tunzi is the one joining us this evening. So, so blessed and lucky to have been joined by her. The longest reigning Miss Universe uh, joining us then on the line for other people's money. So, Zozibini, let's get into the money aspects here. And some of the, maybe let's call it a little tougher questions, if you want to call it that. The earliest memory you sort of have of money. what What is that? What is your earliest memory of it?
0: My earliest memory of money, I think, is my two liter Cabana bottle, where I would literally put in whatever change that I had uh, from my mom's, uh, you know, purse. So when she sent me to the store and never gave her back all her change, or whenever you know, (laughs) so she didn't ask for it back. She
1: didn't ask for that money back.
0: Exactly if she didn't ask for it Then I could keep it I think this is an unspoken rule So that is my earliest Earliest memory of money um, My mom used to really encourage us To have you know those bottles Where we would just fill in the money um, And see what we were going to do with it At the end
1: of the year So what December. did you do with it I mean come December That that obviously is <laughs> the time where you want to spend it the most You want <laughs> Maybe show off to friends how much there's, there is in there What did you do with it
0: Honestly, the most ridiculous things, like just buying snacks and food, um, enjoying it with friends, it was never really anything huge, because the money never even made it all the way up to the top of the bottle, so it wasn't really, it wasn't really much, it was just for snacks and making sure that you had, you know, that 50 cents, one ranyana to buy snacks when you were hanging with friends.
1: Mm. Your first memory then of, of earning money though, you know, so... Any, maybe it may I mean, even be the job, the first job.
0: My first memory of earning money was I worked at a at a boutique, um, at a fashion boutique. Oh, fancy! That's my first first ever job. I mean, it, well, <laughs> it what? was. It was. It well, was, I mean, considering. It was a cute job Um, I worked at this boutique, I was helping there as an assistant Um, And so that's the first um, You know, amount of money that I used to earn and it it was different, you know, because I've been so used to getting money from my parents and then now being yeah. able to, you know, have this extra, you know, amount of money in my pocket where I wouldn't really have to call my parents all the time when I needed the, the smallest of things. And I remember thinking, this is money. And now when I look back, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it, <laughs> little, huh? it really very wasn't. Little. But for that time, very little, very, very little. But for that time... Time. um you know it was everything I could have imagined yeah
1: um, how, how old were you were starting to work at that boutique and I only ask because you know did it did it delete, did it make you then get a bank account is it you know are those sort of the things you ended up doing and getting at that time too
0: yeah I was actually maybe 18 18 so I was I was old enough uh, to have a, a bank account already, uh, going to school and university as well, uh, getting allowance from my parents. I already had a bank account at that time.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, and, and let's talk then investments. I mean, have you, have you thought about those? Have you gotten into them? Is it, is it, you know, one of those, those sort of tougher conversations for you where you're just like, oh man, it's the confusing world of, of finance and money. Or is that something you, you, sort of adapted to and went into uh, sort of full steam ahead?
0: Oh, no, it definitely is very confusing (laughs) for me because it was a whole new world because before I never even had enough money to think I could invest or do anything with it. So it's still a very, very confusing world for me. But, um, you know, with help of, of bankers and uh, people who actually know what they're doing, um, it does help, but it's, it, it's still a very um, tricky area for me. But it's a very important one as well.
1: Yeah, one, one can imagine that uh, it, it's something we don't necessarily get to learn from a very young age, right? And so you kind of have to adapt to life. Which I think should life.
0: change, by the way. 100%.
1: Which,
0: which I think should change. Yeah. Which I, because, I, again, like getting intro- getting introduced to money and things changing and just sitting there being confused and not knowing what is happening, you know, is, mm. it's not a really good place to be. And it made me really think of what are we really, you know, learning at school? Um, because not only is this a, you know, financial issue, but it's kind of like a life skill. But yeah. I feel like everyone should have yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm hoping things like that uh, You know, should change
1: Yeah, look, it's it's definitely a, a huge life skill And just financial education is a big part of uh, Of what I hope to to continuously achieve as well And hopefully that, that continues to be a, a thing around Not just the country But certainly even the continent and the globe too uh, Let's talk about your your best mm-hmm. money decision ever What would you say that is?
0: have i made my best money decision ever
1: <laughs> well, perhaps it's not coming yeah maybe it's still I'm, coming
0: i'm i'm actually i was about to say i'm actually right now in the process of making that decision so it, yeah i i'm I'm hoping it is the best decision it looks like it it is actually okay So i'm in the process right
1: now so 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 envelope closed on that one right we're not revealing that one until you decide <laughs> you you're letting that one out the bag right
0: yes okay. absolutely.
1: okay then what's the worst money decision perhaps you've you've sort of had the the little thing you don't want other people to kind of know unfortunately this is the part where you have to release it
0: oh um <laughs> just you know when you get your hands on on, on a certain amount of money and not mm. investing or spending it in the right way where you know people will ask you What did you do with the money and you don't even know? (laughs) I think that's the worst. (laughs) I think that's the worst possible thing anyone could do with money. And I think we all have those stories where it's like, okay, I don't know where this money went, which means it probably went to something really stupid. Um, So I've had one of those as well, where I've sat uh, after a month, sure, just looking and being like, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) What happened here? So I've definitely had, you know, one of those moments as well.
1: Mm. Just very finally though if, if money wasn't an object You know What would you actually Sort of do with it Or do from it Or you know What would you do If, if money wasn't an object
0: If money was just there Growing on trees Effectively oh, um, oh. <laughs> If money wasn't an object I would uh, oh, My goodness Definitely Get my parents each whatever dream thing that they want whatever that is um because i'm such a humanitarian at heart as well i would probably if i could pay for anyone who is in a student debt situation and can't get back to school because i've been there before so i think that would be the biggest thing that i would do with money just you know Making sure that everyone is is set for life and being able to get back to
1: school. Oh man, that's so 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 great and so huge. Zozibini, I I really have to thank you uh, for coming onto the show, talking about uh, you know your money lessons and and yeah, everything else. I'm spending um, it as much. Certainly as... has been uh, very interesting, um, and I think one thing I must also say is thank you as well for occupying space. You know, as you've said, you, it it's no, it's a critical element that was needed. That is need that that I think the country has to continue to take in, and you've continued to be a shining thank light you. for the country, uh, for the continent. And we thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy Women's Day to you, um, and we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much. Before you let me go, yeah, can I ask something quickly, please. Um, have you watched Have you watched the new Black Widow movie?
1: I have Marvel? actually. I have actually. Yes.
0: Have you? Is I it have. good? I just want to know is it good.
1: Um. Oh, no. Okay. Uh,
0: that's that's I wouldn't good. watch it okay. twice. I won't watch it
1: twice. Uh,
0: okay. Or, or well, maybe I would.
1: Uh, <laughs> Only one way okay, to find I out. I just
0: wanted. I just wanted to know before watching. Is, is it Is it good? Okay. Okay, you've given me an answer. All the best
1: with it. Cheers then.